Welcome to the Get Emergent podcast. This is a podcast about leadership development, improving communication, and enhancing team performance. I'm Cindy Massengill. And I'm Ralph Simone. And today we're talking about the new driven leader. We've had some spirited conversations about how the current world and what's going on in our world has really shaped the realities of specifically the driven leader. And today we want to talk about what we mean by driven and talk about some of the areas that we believe the driven leader really has an opportunity to expand thinking. Absolutely. These are certainly interesting and challenging times, and this is an interesting topic. So why this topic? Why did we select it to share with our listening audience? I'll tell you, for me, just over the last especially the last two to three weeks, the conversations I'm having with our clients, who, by the way, most of our clients fall in the category of being driven and love working with the driven leader, right? Absolutely. They're they're ambitious. They want to achieve. They're open to learning. They're open to trying new things. That's what really makes our work so rewarding, right? But over the last couple of weeks, the conversations that I'm having with our current driven leaders they're running into some challenges around their thinking on certain areas, and it's getting in the way of their effectiveness as they're looking to do some new things. You know, they're bringing, people are coming back into the workplace, they're reshaping the vision of the organization, they're setting new goals, they're doing all kinds of things, they're stopping some stuff, they're starting. So it's become quite obvious that there are some great opportunities for the driven leader to start expanding thinking in some new areas. Absolutely, Cindy. And I, I think I can relate to that personally. I mean, when we're under pressure, and quite, quite frankly, we're all under pressure in this environment, often default behaviors kick in. And we had some fun with this after the fact, but my default behavior is just to generate, because when I'm driven, I'm in overdrive, many, many, many new business ideas. And when my partner team is honest with me, it drives them crazy and can actually feel overwhelming in that we're taking our eye off the ball of what we ought to be focused on. So I think we can, I certainly can relate to how my driven can sometimes take us off point. Cool. And here's mine. Mine is I plant my feet and swear nothing is changing. Nothing. (laughs) So nothing is going to change. It's all going to stay the same. Just be strong, plant your feet, and we'll get through this, right? I love it. I love it. Ignore the data. Let's just (laughs) ignore it. Yeah, nothing's (laughs) happening right now. Good. Good. So, so, so we're, we're working with this, not just to assist our clients, but also to assist us as we move our business forward. Yeah, yeah. You have a great definition of driven. You want to share it? Well, you know, we, we use a, a lot of different assessments. In, in one of the assessments, it talks about driven as a measure to the extent which leaders are in overdrive. And, you know, when we start, to, you know, we get our worth, we attach almost our identity to what we are accomplishing, mostly through hard work. So, I think the tendency is to just do more and and sometimes we can get tunnel vision and really instead of expanding our focus get really narrow and that may actually impact 
our ability to scale not only our leadership, but to scale uh, the leadership of our teams and organizations. I'll expand on your definition. I, I like that one from the leadership circle. Adding to that, the definition of driven, relentlessly compelled by the need to accomplish a goal. Yeah. And I, Ralph, we know this. That's the problem. <laughs> How so? That is the problem. So that is the problem. Wanting, really compelled to wanting to accomplish the goal. Let me, I'll use me as an example. As you know, I had some physical goals that I wanted to achieve early on in the year. Things have been going really well. I have a little ways to go before I cross the finish line to achieving the goal fully. I'm relentlessly compelled by the need to accomplish this goal, so much so that I've planted my feet as I you know, came clean earlier, and I'm not seeing new ways of accomplishing this goal because I'm insisting that I am going to get to this goal in the right. original way that I planned to four months ago. And the downside to that is I'm not being adaptable. I'm not bouncing back from this soon enough to where I could be more effective. So let's work with that because, you know, we've been playing around with a lot of different definitions of even what effective and scalable leadership is. And I think it really tees up the three areas that we want to talk about. So we, we say effective, scalable leadership is consciously aware. So being aware that you're planning your feet or you're trying to do more committed to skill development and practice, and agile in the deployment of style, which really picks up on your adaptability. So I think part of this is to help leaders expand, right, their awareness of what driven could mean going forward. And so I'd like to, if we can, you know, what, what do we mean by the new driven leader? What, what are those areas? So I'll give you the three areas, but let's give some color to each one of them. The first one is, has to do with speed. You know, the driven leader tendency is fast and now, as opposed to the pandemic is saying, no, right now it's going to be a little bit slower and it's going to be later. Mm. And that's hard. Absolutely. That's hard. Yeah. The second one is the difference between my logic and reasoning and being more empathetic, right? The driven leader Things just make sense. They're logical. That means we do them that way. Guess what? The pandemic and what we're going through right now, the world is saying, oh no, that's not all you'll take into consideration, right? There's the empathy piece of understanding what everybody's different situation is, and we can give that some more color. The last one is around success. It's my favorite one, and maybe we should start here. But I think a driven leader's definition of success up until 60 days ago, had to do with number of clients, revenue, profit, growth, um, stock prices, right? The pandemic is saying, no, I'm actually going to ask you to change success just a little bit. You can have those, but here's some other metrics that I want you to have now. How flexible and how quick can you change your business to stay relevant for the clients who want to do work with you, nice. right? So we can talk more about that. Well, and I, I, th I love what you're saying. It's like look, applying driven, but applying it with maybe a broader perspective of what you're driving towards. I mean, I think we, you know, as we become more creative in our leadership, 
a balancing relationship and task, which pulls in empathy and results. And so I think if we can work with leaders to apply that driven, but to maybe expand what successful drive looks like in this current situation, they could potentially come out of this much better on the other side. Can we start with success? Because I want to yeah, give, let's let's go there. I want to give that some more definition. So, you know, two months ago, our metrics were around revenue, number of clients, profit, how many deals you closed, you know, whatever your metrics is. And I think right now people are looking at a new definition of what success looks like. And it has to do with how we're reshaping our businesses. And it's no longer theoretical. So it's kind of interesting. In August of this year, the business roundtable came out with a new definition of the sole purpose of an organization. They said that the sole purpose of an organization is no longer to maximize shareholder value. And they actually expanded it to look at a broader landscape, stakeholders, the community, employees. Well, that's the theoretical stuff that came out of the business roundtable in August, but it said, we've got to have a broader view of success. Now with this pandemic, we're actually forced to apply our driven behavior in a more broad way if we're going to come out uh, in a better spot. So I think this is kind of interesting to me how this yeah. plays out. How, and how that was predicted last August, which is yeah, yeah. interesting. And then uh, when you look at things like a driven leader's tendency to really focus on logic and reasoning for most of our decisions, you know, empathy is one of the big, I mean, I hear empathy all the time, empathy, vulnerability, two big words over the last 60 days. But, you know, just to give you an example of the experiences that people are going through, right? So I have a client three children at home, all under the age of 10, homeschooling, both he and his spouse work. How do you actually get all that done? How do you actually do that during, I I mean, I just, I, you know, I don't have kids. So, you know, I have two dogs who are really loving me being home, but I can't imagine having my family being home. But I love that example because the new driven would say from an empathy standpoint and a compassion standpoint, how do we help those people? And they, it may not be helping them get the same output, but it actually may be helping them adjust to this new situation more effectively and redirecting that drive towards doing that. I mean, because that's the caring connection. One senior leader that I, I really was inspired by said that you know, there's no playbook for this. And in order to be fair, we've got to meet people where they're at, which may mean everybody has a different situation, as you just described, right? Some people, I would argue myself, are more productive working in this environment, but I don't have young children and I have a lot fewer distractions. But I think it one size does not fit all and we need to apply driven to how we can demonstrate more empathy and compassion towards those that we work with. Well, especially because a lot of our driven leaders are still working. They're at the office most of the time, let's say, right? They're going in and their mindset is 
much further ahead than all the folks that have not gone back to the office and are still working remotely, right? And they're having a hard time jumping right back in, understandably. And I think from a driven leader's perspective, listen, I'm not suggesting that we give up goals or we make less money. I'm not suggesting that at all. I am suggesting the way to get back into the game is to be empathetic with your people so that they can come back faster. Yes. And the image that was coming up for me, this is not a, uh, a, a switch that you flick on and off. This is a dimmer. Yes. And, and so we need to be able to adjust the dimmer accordingly to where people are. And so again, that's kind of widening the aperture for leaders to apply their driven trait to uh, looking at it from a larger perspective. I loved uh, what I heard the other day. One of our clients is they're inviting people to come back at their own pace, starting, you know, starting in a couple weeks, but that officially they will reopen the office for everyone. So they want everybody back in by September 1st, but they invite everybody to come back over the next couple months at their own pace and speed. And I, I just, I love the idea that the organization is allowing them to have some say in what the transition looks like for them. I think people really feel empowered by that. Well, I think that's brilliant. It, it, it starts to get us to the second one, which was around the speed, but, you know, including people. This is, you know, a driven leader would tend to narrow the circle and get stuff done to be faster. But mm-hmm. if you're looking for buy-in and increased contribution, if we include people in the solution of how to get the results, but also to get them safely, I think we're in a much better spot. So I think that was a brilliant approach. And so speaking of the last one, we were talking about this paradigm difference between, you know, driven leaders fast and now, man, fast and now, as opposed to, no, we're going to slow it down just a little bit and we're going to push it off just a little bit later. That's hard. Yes. And though, if we could apply the driven to what are the things that we are learning in this new environment that we actually do better in really shining a light on that. So it's simply not getting back to the physical space. It's getting back to the physical space smarter, you know, less but better. And so I think applying again, it's applying that driven mindset towards a broader number of different opportunities. Nice, nice. So how about we try to summarize our energy? Yeah, how would we, what would be our advice to a leader? Are we, are we telling them to uh, suppress their drive? Or right. what are we actually, yeah, because I think some might listen to this and say, whoa, you know, yeah. what, what are we actually suge- suggesting they do? No, yeah, I think we're suggesting three things. Pay some closer attention to how they can be more effective especially in in three specific areas. Number one, the idea of faster and now really needs to be, and I liked how you worded it, smarter and just a little bit later. Mm. Take the time to make sure that people are tracking with you, that they're on board with you. Invest the time now so that you can go back to fast and now later. The second area we're, we're suggesting is expand thinking around this idea of being empathetic to individual needs so that people can really feel more empowered about how they're coming back to work 
and get things in order so that when they are back to work, they are truly 100% back at work. And then the third area is how we're defining success, that it's not all about the metrics are important. Revenue is important. You know, all that stuff. We, I'm bored. It's important for us too. But there's some other things that we need to pay attention to, like how we're adapting the business and how we're going to stay relevant for the clients who continue to want to support us. So it sounds like self-leadership and self-reflection is critical during this time so that the leader can take a, a step back and look at how their awareness and their behavior is impacting the organization. And is it still resourceful or does it need to be adapted for what's currently in front of us? And it sounds like we're saying take some time to kind of examine your default behavior and adjust it to what's right in front of us. Yeah, I like that. Nice lead in Ralph to our next episode, which is going to be about a new definition for the term VUCA. Love it, love it, can't wait.